What's up, guys? Welcome to episode five, the uh, not Donovan McNabb episode. Uh, I know we had some uh, some guys here really pull for that, but uh, fuck Donovan McNabb. Guys uh, sucks. Go, yeah, go puke some more. Um, we have a delicious beer here from Brewworks, which I am really, really excited about. Uh, it's called the Psychedelic Astronaut. It is a juicy and hazy Emphasis on the juicy and hazy IPA with tangerine and blood orange. This is right up my alley. Uh, I don't know if you guys remember me saying before, but this is what I'm all about. The citrusy, hazy, as hazy and citrusy as you could make an IPA, sign me up. Um, what do you guys think? How are we feeling? Jared? Um, I just can't get over citrusy. Citrusy. Sorry, I Something had to make like fun that. of you. It's because you're Canadian, dude, and sometimes they piss me off, dude. I didn't mean to be xenophobic. I really apologize. Um, but I'm I'm there with you, Frank. This is good. It's juicy. It's hazy. Um, I love IPAs. Um, I just do you. I feel like I'm. I just I'm not getting the juicy part. What what do you, what about you, Eli? Like, are you get? I'm getting the haze, but the juicy tangerine. I'm not tasting. Uh yeah. There's a. Yeah, no, I feel I I know what you mean. I was just not even in front of my microphone because I was just staring at this beer because the can is sick. Super can cool is can, cool, yeah. super cool can. Definitely hazy. Uh, a little confused right now, but um, yeah, the juice is good. It's not overpowering. Uh, I mean, I'll hop in first, I guess, with the rating. I'll go with like a seven three. I give uh, it a six point three. So six I'm point three. Yeah. Oh. yeah. A whole octave. It's just it's, point three. Yo, and I hate to. Yo, first of all, the can's so cool. Like I love. I, I just like everything I'm looking about. And when I read juicy and hazy, you know, India Pale Ale with tangerine and blood orange, I get really excited because those are all things I like. So maybe I'm giving it like too much of an expectation, but it's not meeting like what my brain was thinking before I I drank it. The can is too and cool. It, I don't want to say it's flat like cuz I feel like that's such a terrible word to use like you know a f- like 6.3 isn't flat, you know what I'm saying? But there there that's all I have right now that like it almost has like a flatness to it in between the juicy and hazy that they like we're trying to do best of both worlds and it it just is just a beer. I forgot to say it is 7%. That's it's like, you know, Alcohol percentage. I don't know what the fuck. You What's know, your whatever rating? it is. I really like it. Um this is my kind of beer. I could drink these all day, every day. Um, this is definitely gonna be my highest rated beer. Oh, I gotta get that one sip in. Mm. You guys know. One sip, everybody knows the rules. Yeah. <sighs> the guidelines. <laughs> one burp, everybody knows the rules. Phrasing. <laughs> hey, two burps at the same time. Here's Those- another. Those are the guidelines. Um, I'm going to give my rating of a 7.6, the highest I've ever rated a beer. Um, I was just talking with the guys. I really want to go back and uh, get all our ratings and shit. Um, I've just been too lazy. So I will do that. But this is definitely my highest rated beer. I I love this. My kind of beer. Um, Moving right into uh, some office talk. We're still in the office. I'm dressed up right now. I'm in a button down, guys. Um, it kind of sucks, but I'm in it. Looking dapper. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate you that. You betrayed the golf polo. I know. I did. Pain. I really did. Um, I had a bet with my SE, and 
I had to wear a button down today. We should uh, golf. What was the bet? What was downs. the bet? Sorry, Eli. No, the bet was just for me to wear something other than a golf polo. Oh. And you know I had to win because I just win bets. It's what I do. <laughs> um talking about some uh some wardrobe. Uh I know one of our guys here had a little uh, hole in the pants today showing some cack. <laughs> How was that? It was not fun, man. There he so is. <laughs> what's up, guys? Um man, I'm filling in for Nikki Q today. Uh Unfortunately, he is doing some personal stuff. I actually don't know what the hell he's cubicle doing. Calls. He's working. He's dude. doing cubicle call stuff, right? So quit his job. Not sure where he's at with that anymore. But yeah, I mean, for, for guys, I feel like we said it before, but our producer, Ralph, the goat. What's up? Just wanted to I appreciate say that. it again. The goat. Yeah. The Check greatest. him out on the podcast room. Check him out. Podcast room. Bethlehem. Love it. Our but yeah, guy. dude, today um, I walked into the office I was actually pumped. I had like a full day, like from like nine o'clock to three o'clock. It was just back to back calls. And sometimes it's just nice because I know my day is planned. So I quickly moved from my chair to my desk and like maybe half an inch from my zipper got caught on, oh, you no. know, you know, that Jared, you know, the lifting the desks up and down the freaking yeah, the switch. I love that thing. Yeah. Well, just, I thought I did too. I got up, turned, <laughs> grabbed it, and I felt something. Oh. And I was like, oh, that's not cool. So then I'm going into the bathroom, and I look down, and I'm like, you have got to be kidding me. And it's like in the most awkward spot, because if you sit, like you can see it. It's I can, just, yeah, I can it's see, just there. Yeah. And it's then like- discreetly obvious. Yeah, it's like it's really there, and it's not underneath the gooch enough to where it's hidden. So if you're it's like right five, five sack, six, baby. you can see it. Thank God everybody <laughs> in our office is like an Amazon and like it's over six foot. But dude, it was just so uncomfortable all day. So I stood for about six and a half hours just trying to milk the whole you, day. You were brutal. so busy though that I don't think anybody even, nobody knew. Nobody so, knew. Yo, because trust me, like we're- where we where where we are located and, and the people people you can get made fun of. I've been made fun of plenty of times for dumb shit. I was gonna say I thought it was because you have thick thighs and thick calves. He like does. I, I am Sicilian and that is something. I'll put it this way: whenever I buy pants, I have to buy a size my waist a size higher just because I can't get the waist around my thighs. Dude, how annoying it's is that for like nice pants? Because like obviously wear you it know does going suck, to the dude, office, sucks. you sorry. have to wear fucking but nice pants. They invented pants. elastic pants, dude. So if you look at the the material on here, like the legs yeah. just expand. So dude. my legs are tight, but. Yeah. I mean, I don't give a shit. I have nice legs. Yeah, so. These pants are the best to wear golfing because they kind of feel like sweatpants. They feel good. Yeah, they're it's comfy. It's not uncomfortable, yeah. yeah. Some dude, proud thick boys. Dude, he got away with it, though. He really did. Nobody noticed. It was all good. Only I knew because he told me. I kept it quiet. Dude, yeah. I really did. I kept it quiet. I just, people were like, I could see them coming up, and then they just saw me like zoned in and then just like turned around and walked away, and then... It was good. It was a nice productive day. Closed my first big partnership agreement. Pretty there proud of go. myself. Pat on the back tell there. Me that. Yeah, yeah well, congrats, I'm pretty pumped man. on it. Well, no one really knows, I guess, what to do in that when that happens, because neither do I. So I'm still trying to find the next steps to it. But it was a fucking productive day. But my pants ripped. So I was gonna say. So I know a bunch of people kind of don't know what we do, and I'll say right now. I mean, a quick, you know, LinkedIn search of my name could find out exactly where I work. But I pretty much sell human capital management software to companies. So that's what I do. Um, and that's my role in the uh, "quote unquote" business world. Um, so yeah, that's. Uh, and you're pretty damn good at it. Hey, thanks, Ralph. We'll say that you're pretty wow. damn good at it. Thanks, man. I, I appreciate that. You're filling in great for Nikki Q. 
I appreciate it that, usually man. pumps me up. And Look, now I, you're I'm trying me to, up. I see, listen, <laughs> you guys have a bond there. Unfortunately, he's not here today. So I'm hopefully going to just fill that gap. So if I got to say, I love you while staring into your eyes, I'll do so. Thanks, I man. I appreciate it. Um, Jared, you, uh, you had a day too with your uh, laptop, huh? That's right. <laughs> your That's work right. laptop. Wait, hold on. Can I just cut? Dude, he was pacing. Oh my God. I thought he was going to kill us. The amount of times his hands went through his hair and the amount oh, of times the I classic heard, hand through the hair. <laughs> That's why I keep my dude. hair, dude. So when I get anxiety, I can just pull it. <laughs> that's it's so bad for him. That's a uh, Jared special. It's the hands through the hair. Oh, frustrating. The... <sighs> yeah, it's so, so frustrating. What happened, man? Well, because like, let's hear the, it. my pipe took a hit this week, dude. Ooh. So like, I'm today's activity pipeline day, took a hit. That's we're supposed rough. to like call more people, and I didn't have shit on my schedule. So I was like, word, y'all. Like, I'm gonna really be able to get through my list. Smile and dial, baby. Well, yo, I like to email people too. And I sent 130 emails last night that I was going to call through. Okay. So, hey, did you have any, well, whatever. It's a conversation starter. Well, every time I go to the office, my fucking computer doesn't work, dude. And like, what do you do? What do you, yo, when I can't get into the systems I use that have all my data on there that I need to be able to just function, what do, I mean, seriously. So I'm up and down the IT room. Every, yo, I, so we've been in the office three days. Every day I've been in the office, I've been in the IT room. And the dude's like, well, did you try plugging in the blue wire? I'm like, fucking yeah, dude. I plugged in the blue wire like before <laughs> I even came up here. And guess what? It still logs me out of everything. So I'm like hitting him up on WebEx. I'm like, yo, everything's not working again. I did exactly what you said to do. He just left it on red for like an hour. And I was like, cool. I was going to say real quick, the <clears throat> I love how IT's go-to move. No matter what problem you have. Did you shut your computer off and restart oh, it? Oh, plenty of times. No shit, dude. Well, every time I did that, uh, I would get kicked off to VPN, and the only VPN that would let me in would be in France. In France? So I don't know what's going on in my computer. I was like, this is my second one. I'm almost about to ask for a third. Um, it's the Russians. But I guess we had to, like, disconnect our phones. So I disconnected my phone, but I had to link it to myself. Well, I'm out of data this month because, you know, I'm only 25, and... We're at that point in life where we're still kind of riding mom and pa's uh, cell phone plan until I get a new one. And my dad was like, yo, next time you upgrade, you're done. So uh, I've been holding my iPhone 10 since 2018, and it, she's going strong. You know, she's a good phone. But I don't, you know, the, the, the last text I want from my mom is, dad, and I, well, I couldn't get on the Wi-Fi on my cell phone either. But I figured that out, got connected on my phone for the Wi-Fi. So I connected my cell to the dollar as I would if I was working from home. And uh, we moved We moved forward. But I felt bad because I was a total distraction to everyone around me because I was just so angry. Doesn't the phone suck? Yeah, uh, it's frustrating. Well, I got my AirPods. But the thing I was going to say, do you guys connect to your uh, cell phone or your actual desk phone? No, our desk phone is what's kicking me off the internet. I can't connect really? to my desk yes. phone. I don't even know how to use Nobody it. Nobody on our floor can use our desk phone. And you know the excuse is every time I do it? You're only here for two days. And I'm like, right, but I want my two days here to be convenient. I don't yes. want it to be a pain in my Dude, ass. Hey, come work for my company, and here's this <laughs> here's desk phone that coffee doesn't... mug, bro. <laughs> oh, you want to talk about no, that? No, we're not going to get mugs. into it, God forbid. They made me move my desk, right? My perfectly fine desk, and now all my shit doesn't work. And it's like, you, you know why I want to use my wireless headset that connects to my phone, my office phone? So that on my cell phone... I can listen to my favorite podcasts that come to the podcast room in one ear on my AirPods, and the other year I that's can have my move. dialer, right? So Jared, guess what? That's a pro move. Yeah, right? I don't, so when, but when I'm calling people and it's off my thing in my AirPods, I got to pause whatever I'm listening to to talk to the client, whereas 
I can do best of both worlds. So as soon as you call someone, you realize that they're fucking stupid and that this conversation doesn't even matter. Where I'm just going to keep tuning in to my, to yep. whatever I'm listening to and they can bitch in my ear. I do but the same thing, bro. I'm connected to my dialer with my headset in my right ear. And then I have my AirPod in my left ear. And then I just do, you know, like the no music when I connect and I have whatever I want in my left ear. And then obviously the dialer in my right ear. And it is the best of both worlds because oh, I'm so jealous like you, of you, Frank. You just said, I mean, yeah, I don't know. What are you guys doing down on your floor? Is it just like the Wild I West down know, there? Dude. No, I don't know. It's crazy how divisions of any company could be totally different because of the divisions. Yeah. Well, one That's thing wild. I'm finding out is, right, the U.S. has it figured out. I'm just going to be honest. The U.S. divisions have things figured out, at least in our company, right? I guess U- Canada US is such a, a new. I can't even say new because it's been around, but regardless, whether whether the, right, God forbid Canada, I I don't know if it's a new structure. I don't know what's going on, dude, but it's almost like everything is five or six years behind. So where everything in the U.S. is just like moving forward, things in, in, in Canada are just like, we're just, we're going to visit 2014 and kind of just like mellow out here. And then we're going to release something, but it's not fully ready to be released yet, but we're not going to really tell you that. We still want you to, I don't know, man. I that's think socialism to a T for you insane. right there, Ralph. I think it's a great a great time for the people that are listening here that don't know office stuff, right? Jared, you said Salesforce timeline uh, pipeline. Explain what a pipeline is so people have an idea. Uh, so a pipeline is like a sheet of opportunities that you're going to add to your business, right? So it's an opportunity for your client. It's an opportunity for your business and you're going to connect the two of them on the opportunity and you're going to provide a said service and they're going to pay X amount. And, you know, you call people, you can send emails, you can pitch things and you could, you could focus it right to, to whatever their needs are. Like I can, I can look up a name of a business. I can go, go on LinkedIn. I can, go on Google, whatever, whatever they're doing, I can tailor what they need. So like, you know what I mean? You do all that work, you do all this research, you do the, you do the conversations, you create a pipeline and then you put it together and then things start to close. Okay, cool. The opportunities get closed. But I think we can all agree the most frustrating thing is when you have a pipeline and you do your job and you get a sale and they sign the paperwork is when the company can't deliver the mm. service isn't what they what they train you to tell people it is and then what they do is they take away the money from you hey, but here's as a, a sales mug. rep yeah, but you get a coffee mug here's an 80 oh. you get a coffee mug though. <laughs> <Dang>. whoa <laughs> was robbed and I'll bleep that one out here's a coffee mug man don't worry about it you're gonna do great yeah. I was gonna say all these problems thank god I have four tumblers and two water bottles with the my company logo and name on it thank god because all these problems are solved by these four fucking tumblers I have can we, oh go, my god. can we go back to email tough guys real quick because <laughs> I know that was something we talked about last week and Elliot was dealing with them dude He's still emailing me. Yeah, <laughs> wait, wait, that hold guy. on. Listen, what's yeah, what's please, the scoop? Yeah, now? I want to hear. We can share stories, Elliot, because I'll tell you about mine. <laughs> this is like a continuation. I love it. It's just long. Yeah, right, dude. Yeah, it's just like a relationship at this point, dude. I swear to God, I fight with this guy more than I fight with my ex. It just doesn't happen anymore. But he did at one point. But love it's it's just weird because it's just like it's no matter like what 
happens in this relationship like it just never gets better like it's just like the first impression lives forever and like we've had phone conversations they were more awkward than first dates i've had it's just brutal dude like i'll never unsee his signature picture ever i swear to god can we give him a name (laughs) you know how we have an office karen like just like karen's in general like what would be like the office Uh, jimbo jimbo the office jimbo (laughs) no no i feel like that's too positive no just tough guy what is an email tough guy i was gonna say email email eric man Email, Email Eric. Eric. That's there cool. EE employees price per employee forty nine. Sorry. Whoa! I got I triggered. <laughs> I was thinking I about. I was. On, you want to know what my first thing? You know. <laughs> you know they show you a picture. First thing that comes in your mind. Mine was Miss Mr. McDoucheburger. Like I don't know why, but that was what I. That's a wild. It's like name. a Rick and Morty <clears throat> reference. Probably. I don't know, but like when someone gets tough with me on an email, I like I need to do that in my brain to like not come upstairs and punch you in the face. I was gonna say the worst part about those email tough guys is when they spell something wrong in the email. Yo, have oh, you ever, dude? Yes. Have whole, you ever corrected somebody? Their their grammar in these emails is wild, and I think Eli can attest to that. Because yeah, I have I have a theory, and I, I want to see if you guys agree with me because we all our eyes are we have glasses from Amazon to protect our eyes. We look at so many emails, so many blue lights, and they don't. Oh, yeah, they, the blue light doesn't <laughs> help with stupidity. Get you blue light glasses though. If you get headaches from looking at a computer, get blue light la- glasses. They're on Amazon three bucks. Yeah, we're not sponsored by anybody. Yeah, we're yes. serious. Yes. Yeah, there you go. So my question to you is a theory I have. Does bad spelling make you a bad speller? Consistently consuming bad. Have you ever seen a word spelled so poorly you question if even you know how to spell it anymore? Honestly, I think I need to be <laughs> excluded from this convo because I am a really bad speller. Ralph, um, you with me right here? I I, I could I have agreeance with it a hundred percent. Thank I, God for spell when check. I see misspelling, it's like if it's somebody I don't know. I want, like, for example, when someone uses there and there and just completely butchers it, like, it pisses me off. I don't know why, because I'm like, I'm not the greatest, like, I'm not an English yeah, dude. I like didn't go to college for, are. like, yeah, like, but something Possession. like that. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> come on, like, this you know is like funny, first though? grade level. I am constantly Googling fucking, like, there versus there versus there. <laughs> like, today, today, my thing was check in. <laughs> Not hyphenated <laughs> versus check in hyphenated. Wait, this is blowing my mind. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm literally talking about Frank right now. Yeah, yeah that's me. Wait, wait. Well, thank God for spell check. Frank, you have yeah, what's like, the confusion? Just I utilize know, the tool. Yeah, I gotta know the difference oh, between another no, another big one is than versus than versus than. That one I can is agree with. Is there three thans? I don't know. No, it's than and then. Okay. It's, com- it's comparison and time. Yeah, that's the one I have con- not troubles with. Like, it, it takes me a second. But the there Ooh, aspect. Another one is S with no apostrophe versus possession. S without apostrophe. It's possession. But in which regard are you talking to? Like, give me a word. I don't know. I'm dumb, guys. Like, this is this is me, okay? Franks <laughs> and Franks. Like, Franks <laughs> doing something, no apostrophe. Frank. Frank's telephone apostrophe because he owns sp- that. T- what it's are you possession. speaking Wait, you were so- wrong there. <laughs> Frank's doing something needs of an apostrophe because Frank is doing something. See, no one knows what we're no, talking but that's, about. You're talking. You're in a different realm. You're going into oh, the sorry. next level. <laughs> so, so today, I, so this today, proved, this proved my point. <laughs> yeah, today, my, today, we're my all email tough guys. Today, no, my, we're not. No, no, no we're today, not. my Google search was. Um, I was writing an email. You know, like blank company name check in, and I googled 
check in, like I said, unhyphenated and check in hyphenated, like versus each other, like they're fighting. That's what I, that's like my Google search. It's like on Rust. Like my, my Google search is like that kind of shit and like porn. Like that's it. (laughs) (laughs) We're sorry, Alex. I feel like this is some of this guy. This is the content you're going to come back for, right? So, no, that's my Google search. This is not an outline. It's like words versus versus words and like porn. That's it. (laughs) And Riley Reed, like, what is happening? There's a Riley Reed in our, in our, database no, you can find. No, I'm sorry. I forgot one thing. Yeah, it's like it it's like words versus words, porn and who hit the most home runs in like 1969. <laughs> like that's my Google search. I bet you it's Ralph Kiner. No, no clue. No, he's too old. He's but I'll Google old. it right now. I met Ralph Kiner. He's a cool guy. Um So yeah, sorry Eli, but that's my Google search. All right, so all right. I you're think, talking about I, me right now. But I think to to circle back as our speaker of the house likes to say I think Eli was referring to like email tough guys and then they use poor grammar. So like you're being an asshole, but you don't you, even know how to fucking write a sentence. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. I never spell words wrong. And I never use poor grammar because I Google it first. Yeah. And we also had the conversation last week. There that, you go. That's the difference. That between Frankie, you know. Frankie yeah. might know how to spell, but he's not an email tough guy, dude, because he's ever, the nicest dude in the world have and you he's ever totally cordial. Have you ever right click synonym and find like a bigger word? Oh, plenty of times. The thesaurus is a great tool, dude. Right click, go to synonym. Like, like, so it's like yeah. you're gonna use like product. Dude, I yes. have to feel like that's a pretty established word, but like a word that like you can like see spot run, and you're like, damn, that's so simple. Let me just right click on run and see what synonyms are with it, and it's sometimes just like the most absurd thing. Do it one day. See how okay, I'll try see it how out. to every word in the email. Respond to your emails. When I was in college, that thing was my best friend for my thesis. Because I was like, I feel like I just keep Whoa, using the same thesis. word. Yeah, I have a thesis. You have a master's. I have a bachelor's degree too. I didn't do a thesis for my master's. Oh wow, look at you, huh? Yeah. But my you, thesis actually was pretty cool. It was about like media. Oh. And um, you think like, you're smarter ha- than me? No, I don't. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I mean, actually, <laughs> I think guy. you definitely Maybe. are smarter than me. <laughs> Maybe podcast tough guy. Yeah. Podcast tough guy Jericoza. He has a master's I mean, degree. I'm so fucking tough. <laughs> Nah, I'm just kidding. It, 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 it was about like media and how they use data to basically brainwash people. And now, I mean, you guys have seen the last couple of things and you, you I'll let you read it if you're like really that interested. I wouldn't waste my time. It's like 45 pages and it's really boring. And it's a, you know, again, I was like 21 years old, so I'm probably fucking hung over as shit while I'm writing this. So it's like, it can't be that good. Very true. Very we'll post true. it on the website. People can read it and see if All it's right, funny. Yeah. That'd be kind of interesting. That would be cool. Ooh, I would, you, should uh, you post know what, it? dude? I'm you more than willing to share No, no, listen, listen. You should post it and let, let me proofread it. Mm-hmm. And like, I'll fix it. I love it. I like that. Yo, I'm in. I'm like, in. don't bring proofreading the thesis. So I don't even know what I'm that so means. And then Eli sends it to this email tough guy <laughs> saying his son needs proofreading based on his correct grammar. And it's full Eli's circle. Eli's like, I fucking hate that Tell guy. Tell this guy he's so <laughs> tough. And that guy is me. He's like, look at these numbers. You don't even think for yourself. You're so tough. You're so stupid. Going into something that's big right now, obviously, in the United States and uh, the rest of the world. I don't know if you guys have been watching much, but the Olympics... Um, I feel like it kind of lost like its pizzazz. I don't know if that's the right word, but like there's no fans there. It's kind of like the t- have you guys seen the TV schedules? It's all like jacked up. Like I I feel like things are not on when they're supposed to be on and it's kind of weird, but ha- have you guys been, you know, watching any at all or Yeah, none at all, right? It's like weird Dude, this year. I tried 
I don't know, man. I tried and I just lost so much interest, especially with like the women's soccer team. I was rooting, dude. And I was just like, man, it's just not enough of like, maybe I'm getting old. I don't know. Maybe I'm just old and like, I'm not finding interest in old that man stuff anymore. yelling that cloud. <laughs> yeah, dude. Cause like I used to love watching it, man. Like the floor gymnast shit, like that stuff was wild. And it's just kind of like, I feel like the track and field shit used to be electric. But like I said, like there's like, I feel like on Twitter, First of all, the what is it, the IOC has been stopping like they're Everything. worse than the MLB on Twitter Everything. where they're not like letting people share clips. It's, it's weird. like it's like crazy. It really it's a weird dynamic they got going on, man. And I'm not an, I'm not too in tune with the Olympics to to touch base on it, but this Olympics is just vastly different than the previous. Right? Like and it's noticeably different. I so yeah, I totally agree with no, that. No Paolo Ono. No me likey. <laughs> well, that's the Winter Olympics. Yeah, but I'm a Winter I Olympics do, guy. I, you know? we, <laughs> curling? Yeah, dude, a, yeah I actually, cur- yeah, I watch the Winter Olympics because I ski. Dude, curling's I, electric. Yeah. That, curling listen, is cool. Name a more American, like, people to represent America. Those that, guys. You, you got to put on Instagram. That team. Yes. Those the, dudes the with, the, with the goatee. With the 70 stash <laughs> yeah. and, the, and the beer belly there. You know these guys are pounding down Bud Lights before they go out there, dude, and they're representing Dude, yeah, No, no, not Bud Lights, Bud Heavies, Bud Weiser, baby. <laughs> oh, gee. <laughs> Probably. But I have to talk about, just because I actually watched her race, um, Lydia Jacoby from Seward, Alaska, 17-year-old. It was just electric. She was a big underdog. Um, I didn't bet on her, but I wish I did. I think she was like plus 400 at the time of the race. But she beat the heavy favorite in the 100-meter breaststroke, and it it was awesome. I mean, one, she's 17 years old. Two, she just won gold for the United States of America. Three, did you guys see her watch party? Absolutely electric. Her watch party in Seward, Alaska was just unreal. Like they were just all out for her. It was awesome. And that was one of the better parts of not having fans at the Olympics was having like these watch parties like that. And it was sick, man. It was so cool. And I think the coolest part about it was she was from fucking Seward, Alaska. Right. Like she's going to be queen when she comes back. Oh, yeah. I think oh, her yeah. new I think her new title is Queen of Alaska. That's right. Cool. Like, I mean, who else is from Alaska? I think she dethroned um Sarah Palin. As Queen of Alaska, right? <laughs> That's I think I there's another wrong. woman that think that's about already it, name, the throne, no, Sarah Palin for think Queen about of it, Alaska. Name, think of any other Alaskan that you know. No one, right? But that's what's cool about it. Some random, it just shows how cool the Olympics could be, right? Like some 17-year-old chick you've never heard of from Alaska when representing the best country in the world, and I'll debate anybody, Facts. the best country in the world, Facts. and then not only winning the gold, Having a fucking state, not a family, not friends, an entire state population watching her just bust it down at 17 years old. She deserves all of that credibility. Well, that's the thing. She went from the queen of Alaska to the queen of the United States of America for the moment. Because 17. Imagine being 17 performing in the Olympics. And just to be an un, like that big of an underdog. And like you said, performing in the Olympics, like... No one expected her to win besides her watch party and her family. Like, I think that is so fucking sick. And like you said, that could be the coolest thing about the Olympics. And it just sucks that, I don't know, the Olympics this year just don't have the same flair. Um, the Another cool part about it is, like, you would think, like, Olymp- you know, Olympic athletes, like, they're all about their sport, like, 24-7. They live, breathe, and die their sport. I saw this clip on Twitter where in, like, 
2017. Like she's in a folk band in Alaska. And she, yeah, so she cool. performed at the, I don't know, what's it called? Like the National Alaskan like folk festival. She, she, or her and her band performed at this like event and it's fucking awesome. She's a folk fucking band artist. I don't even know how to say it. Underground artist of the week. Yeah. Underground, oh. Under, oh. Eli? <laughs> underground artist of the week and Olympic gold medalist. Like that's fucking awesome, man. Um, so I just wanted to shout her out real quick because that's what the Olympics is all about. Stories like that. And like Ralph said, the greatest country in the world. Like that's what makes you fucking like get the goosebumps. And what was her name? Chills. How do you pronounce her name? Lydia Jacoby. Shout out L- Lydia Jacoby. Yeah. Thank you for s- repping the U.S. And just like crushing the banjo on the side. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, that's just the coolest <laughs> thing ever. Um, another cool part about the Olympics is we got some night golf going on. Yo, we uh, got not golf night for them. Six thirty. Explain but, night golf. Like, yeah. I, what I'm not. I'm not getting night golf. Well, it's just it's just night golf for us. So the uh, tomorrow it is starting at six thirty. Yeah, six thirty p.m. Um, so it's going to be nighttime for us. Obviously, day. I mean, Tokyo is like what thirteen hours ahead of us. But it's still cool because, like, I get to fall asleep tomorrow night to some golf. And um, I'm obviously riding the South Korean guys, uh, Sung J.M. and Soo Woo Kim. Uh, they have to medal. They have to medal to avoid a two-year military service. Like, that's just still crazy to me. I know we talked about it on another episode, but that shit's still just blows my mind so i will 100 percent be rooting for them over the americans in this tournament because they have so much more riding for them so i really hope they medal um it'd be a great story uh shout out them i love suwoo kim um hit a big bet on him one time so i'm forever a suwoo kim fan i and, love when you uh, do that <laughs> it's just you have to say it like that you ready for their odds yeah let's, we'll see, let's see if your opinion james so sung jay to win, twenty-eight to one. What's uh, this is to on medal dra- though? This is on DraftKings. Do they have a medal to medal bet? Um, like for third I'm or better? Not sure, but I feel like you can probably get an idea on the medal in your own brain on doing math when he's six to one to finish in the top five. Okay, and um, plus two thirty to go top ten, and then uh, I'm going to give my best Frank C. Whoop, Kim. There you go. Fifty-five to one to win. 10 to 1 to finish in the top 5, 3 to 1 to finish in the Get, top 10. Give me those all day. They, Bro, I don't think someone 10 to 1 is someone you want to place to medal. They're just, they're just, they have some fight for. They're for so much more, though. Yeah, they, but what about my boy Hideki Matsunoma? The what, Masters winner. Matsuyama? Yoma. Uh, <laughs> hey, he did man, win the Masters. You're right. How, how I use my linguistics is my own. This okay. is America, so you can uh, pronounce it. He is twelve like. to one to win, plus two thirty to finish in the top five, and even money to finish in the top ten. He is playing in his home country. Dude, I get that, right? but give me the guys who are playing for that much more all what's, day. What's the play day. on that? What What's the play on my boy Hideki though? Like what? Like I feel like he at least has to go top ten. But there's so many good golfers, man. Like Warwick Howard just won the British Open. Does that gonna mean say, he's going to do well this week? No, but. Like he's the favorite at plus six fifty. You have Shoffley, Hovland, JT, Rory, Paul Casey. Who's representing the US? I was gonna say there's a lot. So Colin it's is. it's kinda at a disadvantage because there's so many more 
uh, U.S. Olympic golfers in any other country. And the way it works is you would think they'd be on a team or some sort of uh, match play format like the Ryder Cup or President's Cup, but it's just a straight like a tournament. So they're going to play this weekend, and it's just like a regular PGA tournament where they're going to do, you know, first, second, third, fourth, fifth, like no matter what country or whatever. Uh, that's how they're going to do it, which is kind of weird. Which is stupid for the two guys from Korea because, like, yo, if you finish, like, in the top ten – I'm sorry, but you should not have to get that military service bullshit out of my face. Like they're they're obviously one of the top ten golfers in the in the world. In the world, why do like, they have to? Yo, like they have put time in. They practice. They have. It's just a requirement. Yeah, you, dude. They have showed faith in in the process of hey, because golf is a mental game. We all we all know this. Of being that good, like come on. Oh, they have to medal. That's yeah. come on, South it is Korea. Crazy. Come on. Um, the last time we've been on, an an NBA champion has been crowned. I know Elliot was excited about the, that. The Milwaukee Bucks have been crowned the twenty twenty one NBA champions of the world. Um, Eli, you got some thoughts on that? Uh, yeah, I mean, the last time we recorded, we had uh, threw out that fact about Foster refereeing any playoff games that Chris Paul was in. I believe at the time it was 0-12. Um, you know, hand to God, we love you guys. We wouldn't lie to you. We recorded that before the game. Uh, that fact held true. That stat progressed, and Chris Paul lost the finals. You hate to see it, but, you know, when you see uh, Giannis pulling up to Chick-fil-A with the trophy in his hands, ordering 50 chicken nuggets, you start to feel a little bit better about it. And then uh, the last thing, like, Monty Williams, I'm sure you guys saw that going into the Bucks locker room. I mean, you know, when you see a coach do something like that, like, do you feel like you're seeing something like etched into like the legend of the NBA? Yeah, because I feel like like that's a story they'll tell like when he wins an NBA title. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, however long from now that he he will win, like they'll go back to that because it was a really sentimental moment. I mean, like you said, he went into the Bucks locker room and congratulated them. Like that's just like class act kind of shit. It's genuine and I mean, you know, it shows too that like you know, Monty's a no BS kind of guy. He goes right to the MVP, puts his arm around him and addresses the team. MVP in hand, you know, it was a class act on you guys. You beat us, you know, we'll see you next season. You don't you don't want anything else outside of a coach outside of that. Yeah. Do you guys think uh Giannis ate all of those fucking fifty uh yeah, chicken nuggets? I don't think he did. There's Dude, no definitely way. Dude, I could. I've Dude. I've come you close at least. You could. You want to bet? No, I will yeah, what do you want to bet? I'll right, take this so right like now. If I eat fifty nuggets, how much time do I have? Uh, no, you have. Like you can give me a whole sitting. sitting. Like give an I hour. Can, all right, so I could not get up from this seat for five hours. I that would be yeah, anything sitting. Frank would throw at that. That's yeah, why that's I wanted true. To I will give you. I will give you an hour to eat the fifty yeah, chicken nuggets. I'm just gonna cool. jump I'm in. in. I'm, I'm the lightest weighing person here. I've almost by myself finished a Big Mac bundle box before. I don't know, you guys. It's a lot more than you think. Man. Yeah, dude. But like now, you're putting competition. I'm under the my type nose. of guy when I eat, I feel shame. I don't feel challenged. Like I'm grossed out by what okay. just happened. I mean, I'd yeah, be down. To do, I'd be so down to challenge good. one of you guys. I'm not gonna. I'll, I'll go I will for buy it. the fifty nuggets. And we'll, can, we'll throw something this, on it. Can I can do I, the challenge? Can I like lift Chick-fil-A? before too? Is that allowed? Dude, you got you guys think this is way easier. Like you guys think, oh, Yo, I smoke watched, a joint. And I've uh, watched my one of my roommates 
eat two McDoubles, 20 McNuggets, and then eat the entire Big Mac box. Now, he did throw up when we got home. <laughs> yeah, is that a rule? Yeah, you can't throw up. You got to put that out right, there. So how long? See, well, see, yeah, how have, long eventually, I'm going to throw an, up. You have an hour to finish the 50 nuggets, and you cannot throw up for the next 30 minutes. Oh, that's that's fair. I would that's crush fair. that. Can I get a Diet Coke on the side? I'll watch okay. that. Can I get an down. apple pie? I will challenge one of you. Pick the best between you three. No, I'm serious. Pick the best between you three, and I will buy the 50 nuggets. I will buy the fucking soda, and you have to finish it in an hour, and you can't puke for what 30 if I do minutes it after work that. Day? Should we do it tomorrow? And, and I, Stop. And I can challenge you with the nuggets whenever I want. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what you do know, you mean by that? Define that. Just like bring now that the, the bet's morning. made, you can wake up at like two o'clock in the morning and be like, "Hey, we'll get out of bed. You gotta finish fifty nuggets." No, you, catch you me at the end of a meal in a restaurant. Sleeping, but any any time between any time between nine a.m. and five p.m., I can come and challenge you. So you're gonna catch me mid golf round? No, he's gonna <laughs> catch you literally after you finished your lunch. Yeah. And I'll go, hey, here's fifty nuggets. And you know what I'm gonna say? Thank you. Yeah, but yo, that, yeah, and then so, I'm gonna projectile vomit before. So my stomach is empty. You can't do that. I don't either. know how I feel about those rules because it's not like Giannis went to Chick Fil A after he ate lunch. How do you know that? He doesn't. <laughs> yeah, but do you think someone that like probably has like maybe four cheat meals in 365 days is going to Chick Fil A after he just ate something? Yeah, I don't know. We I kind of do want to do that. Um, that was a boss ass move though. Uh, and have you guys tried a lemonade, half lemonade, half Sprite? Is it good? I, I feel like that's okay. really good. I feel like that's just a 75 lemon, 25 lime Sprite variation. Yeah, if you're gonna do that, throw some throw some Seagrams in there. An ingredient. I feel like that'd be good though. Ooh, wow. Seagram 7 up in there. Isn't, yeah. isn't that what a 7 yeah. to 7 is? Seagram, yeah, it no, is. It is a 7 no, seven. It's, it's, it's no. Seagram 7 whiskey and Yeah, that's why up. I said Seagram. Yeah, fun fact. I've actually never served somebody Sprite. under yeah, 50. you throw the lemonade in there, too. Because you go you yeah, know, but 7 no, and Sprite? Yeah, but there's no whiskey in what he ordered. Yeah, but like that kind of sounds good, doesn't it? I mean, yeah, it sounds good, but that's not what he ordered is what I'm saying. I, I, it would still be good with just a Sprite and lemonade, <laughs> though. You know, yeah, we're just um, making whiskey in there to make it better. That was a boss ass move. It's like really hard not to root for him because he's just so like likable and so like charismatic and his story is awesome. Um, so I was, tweet too. I was rooting for the Suns. I'm not going to lie. I bet on the Suns. I was rooting for them. Um, so, yeah, it's really hard not to root for him, though. And I was really happy for him. So congrats to the Bucks. Um, going on to the MLB, though, and our favorite team the New York Yankees, they suck. Do they even deserve time? I don't know. Do they? I don't think so. I mean, Domingo Herman deserves time because he threw. I hate Aaron Boone. He I hope threw he seven and oh. one third. Some of the best baseball you could see thrown off of a pitcher's mound. And um, three run lead, and the Yankees just seemed to blow it there on Four Sunday. Four run lead. Four man. run lead. They were they Even were better. no hitting the fucking Red Sox into the eighth inning, and I think that's when Herman gives up his first hit, and they lose five four. They score so five runs in the in the eighth so inning. So sad. God, I they, hate the Yankees. They need to They're make so, some moves. They're so frustrating, man. They need to make some moves. They just built this team off of everyone that could hit a home run, but you don't need your fucking shortstop hitting thirty plus home runs. Yeah. If I was gonna tell you, let's say let's say you and I are having a conversation. In January, and I look at you in the face and I say, Hey, Frankie, 
on July 27, 2021, the San Francisco Giants will have a better record than the New York Yankees. Would you would you like go admit me to a hospital and be like, yo, no, this guy has problems? Not at all. The Giants were the, one of the worst teams in the MLB last year. And now they got the fucking manager from the Phillies who they ran out of town. The Philadelphia Phillies ran, what's his name? Gabe, Gabe Kapler. Yeah, Gabe out of fucking town. And now he is the manager of the best team in baseball. Go fucking figure. And the Yankees suck. That's why it's not Donovan McNabb episode. That was talking baseball, guys. Um, Philadelphia <laughs> fans, appreciate the people you guys have. Like, you run everybody out of town. Uh, Charlie you- Manuel, all of them. Jerry, you got any uh, trade deadline talk coming up? Um, Scherzer might go somewhere. What do you think? Uh, who knows, man? Like, who needs him? You know the like when you really when you really look at it, right? Um, the Nationals like really a lot of teams aren't out of it. The Nationals aren't out of it yet. They're eight and a half games back of the NL East. So it could be time to make moves. Like you still have good pitchers with Corbin, Strasburg. The Nationals are sellers, bro. They're but sellers. They have, yeah, they have to be. But who's where's where are they gonna go? Who knows? Like wh- what's something that you guys hope to see? Like, I'm hoping that the Yankees honestly don't make a move. Cause I like, you know what, man? With everything that's going on in baseball right now, I'm cool with just chalking the season. Yeah, it's kind of tough. Um, I would love to see. I mean, the Padres already made some noise. That was cool. Uh, maybe the White Sox. I apparently the Braves are buyers, which I don't know why they're what below five hundred. Because they 500? lost Acuna. Yeah, but they're forty nine and fifty. They could still be good. I think. I don't know. That division does suck though. Um, I don't know. The playoff pitchers coming up. It's still fucking baseball in July. So whatever. Um, Go show, hey. Yeah, that's it. I mean, enough about Shohei. Let's talk about the real show of this weekend. I mean, that UFC card was unbelievable. You opened up, you got Hannah Goldie and Diana just going at it. I'm going to be honest. I fell victim to Goldie. I thought she was prepped for a knockout. Those shoulders look like Dwight Howard's second coming. Like it was un- <laughs> unbelievable. This girl, I swear to Dwight God. Howard shoulders. If I, dropped, if I dropped $100 and she picked it up, I'd be like, no problem. And I'll just walk the other direction. It's and I think now. she's like half a foot shorter than me. And I swear to God, I would submit a hundred out of a hundred times. She would absolutely massacre me. Um, but yeah, I mean, shout out to Diana. I mean, she, she fought a fight. Like I didn't even think she was capable of Goldie started with the high left kicks. She was eating them left and right. I felt good about my knockout bet. And at the end of the day, Diana won shout outs to her. Phenomenal martial artist. You love to see it. I mean, even when you lose a bet, you love to respect the art. Um, We had a couple really good fights on this card. The main one that stuck out to me, and this was a big money line bet that a lot of the public went after, was the Elkins fight. You had Minner coming in a real nice favorite. And Elkins literally has damage tattooed across his chest. This guy is not afraid of getting hurt. He'll go home to his family with a win, and they don't know who he is, and he's still proud. So, like, you knew Minner was going to tire. He was going to—the first round, he came out strong. He did what he expected. He made Elkins bleed. Everybody does. And then, you know, second, third, that's when Elkins just shines. This man takes damage. That's why he's got damage tattooed on his chest. And then, I mean, lastly, and I know that a couple people at this table watched this, the Dillashaw fight. I mean, what did you guys think of that? (sighs) Dude— it, UFC is just a wild sport in the regard that like it, you have damaged for like for example tatted on you 
you got fucking problems, dude. Like you got a lot of mental problems. Loves like, it. You're, you're like, and you love it, dude. Like you love just getting in the ring, getting your ass kicked, getting shit handed to you. So <clears throat> I don't follow UFC that much, but I follow it, especially if it's free and it's just running on ESPN and I'm hanging out with the boys. Dude, one thing that blows my mind is the athleticism of TJ Dillashaw. The dude's what, 37 years old? Like he's old as shit and he's still doing what he's doing in the ring. But one thing that's even crazier is how disgusting that cut was on his eye and he managed to pull through for five rounds. How insane was that? Dude, he just like, during the fight, he just kept wiping it. Like mid-fight, he would like <laughs> put up his guard and with his right hand, it was right, his right eye, right? Yeah. yeah. His right hand, he would just constantly wipe it the whole time. And I've said this before. I mean, one leg kick would do me in. If I took one leg kick, I would just like cry on the floor. Like I'm a fucking bitch. So I, I've, I've stated this before. So I give all the respect to these guys, but I will criticize them. Um, that fucking cut was disgusting. Um, one thing, what, so Eli, maybe you can weigh in on it too. What like they're so mid right. I mean, I probably can answer my own question, but so mid round, obviously they can't wipe it off, but like, he's not allowed to just like grab a cloth and quickly wipe it. Cause he was literally using his sweaty fingers, wiping it. And then looking at Herb Dean, like, yo, can we like figure this out? And he's like, nah, you can't do that right now. Yeah. I mean, the way it really works is if you're damaged to the point, you can't continue without any like extra resources, the fight's over. So the big thing is like the worry with the cut was that it was going to be too, impeding on his eye they didn't want him because you don't want to fight her down an eye because then they can't properly defend when you can't properly defend you're going to take massive day it's 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 liability it's workers comp it's everything you can imagine workers comp yeah, exactly. <laughs> so like I, I the thing is like you got to clean that up and he's you got to remember like he's almost convincing the ref to let it keep going he's trying to minimize it. it's like oh. when you get home and you hurt your little brother and you don't want your mom to see so you're trying to, you know, like it's a bruise and you just rub it down real quick. So it, you know, don't goes normal mom. color. Don't tell mom, hit me back. Exactly. Right. <laughs> but when is enough enough? Right. Like dude, enough he, is it, enough when they stop fighting. Like the say, fighter these, that entered. The these ring. guys are warriors, bro. Like they're not going to stop over anything unless they like are physically, I feel like dying. Like they're dropping dead. They're not going to stop. And it looked like his nose was broken. Uh, probably. I mean, I can't imagine their nose aren't broken every time. And then just repeatedly taking hits on your face and just being like, I'm just, I'm good yeah. to go until I quit. Like how insane do you actually have to be? Yeah. Did you guys think that like decision was kind of controversial because what's the other guy's name? Sanhagen? Sanhagen, yeah. He was like, he's like the number two contender in that division. I don't off the top of my head know it, his but... exact ranking, but he's well up there. I mean, the guy has minimal to no losses. So it was 14 and two, I think going into it. The Dillashaw story is tough because a lot of people don't like him because of his doping after Cejudo in 2019. He won the fight, psych, he lost the fight, and was on dope. So it's like, come on, bro, like you're you're stronger than everybody else, and you lost, right? So vacant title after that, he just, he goes, was two years, I believe. He was 135, he was fighting, two-year suspension, and then he comes back, he beats Sanhagen, and the, the argument is that he was more aggressive than Sanhagen was, even though Sanhagen took less damage, and that's what the UFC wants to see. They want they don't want the Floyd Mayweathers of the UFC. Ah, so they were kind of setting a precedent. Right. So mm. there's a lot of arguments, A, and then B, to your point, that the cut was from camp. So, you know, you can't fully give Sanhagen the benefit of that. You give some takedowns, whatever. I mean, 
Dillashaw wants this title fight, and at the end of the day, that's what the media wants to see. They want a story. So, like, I mean, Jan B. Aldo, who has two losses at 135 pounds and took the belt, Dillashaw basically came right back in and was like, that that belt changes hands every single fight. Like, there's no respect for that belt right now. You put it in my hands, it ain't leaving. So, like, everybody's clung on to that story. And, I mean, we're going to see the next. Is it going to be Garbrandt? We don't know. But we're going to see what happens next time Dillashaw steps in that octagon. Yeah, I just, like, kind of hated how. And, again, I'm not big in the UFC. So, don't. All these UFC guys out there don't hate me. But I just kind of hate how these announcers were treating him like uh, Dillashaw was just some hero returning. Like, he didn't fight because he got caught cheating. So, I don't know, you know, what they were thinking of. Yeah. But. UFC um, is a sport, though, dude, that I, I have always had interest in jumping into. I just never know, right? Like, Elliot, you're obviously in tune with UFC. Like, you know what's going on. You ever just come across those people that, like, think they know what the fuck they're talking about and they really don't? And then, like, you're just surrounded by them and you're like, dude, like, shut up because you watched, like, maybe four fights out of your entire life and, like, you think you're a UFC expert, but you're not. Yeah, I think that's everywhere. I think that's even me sometimes, to be honest. But like, yeah, that's definitely me. Hold the conversation, like you know what I mean. Like, right? You're not just watching the Dillashaw fight. Like, you're watching. Right. I mean, yeah, I'm not popping up. Like, yeah, dude, you see the way that guy got punched? Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's certain like Billy Q. I brought him up last time. Dave Romano actually texted me during this recording right now, shouting us out. Shout out his brother as well. Um. You know, it's 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 a real sport and it's a real art. And I think that it's it's tough when people impersonate it. And it's just you just hate to see it. But at the end of the day, like you love to see people tuning in. So if people are talking, like let them talk, just place a bet with them. That's how you break even, you know, karma. Oh, you know what you're talking about? Let's throw some money on this next Let's card. Bet it. I yeah, like I, I agree, Eli. It definitely is an art that I don't understand, and I'll put my right hand up and say it, but it definitely is an art because these guys are artists, and you know they put time into their craft, and it is really cool. Um, talking about artists, though, ending with the artist of the week, Eli, what do you got? Yeah, I got a Phoebe Bridgers. I don't know. I'm this is a little bit of the sad music guy in me, but you know, there's there's some crazy energy in some of her songs. She's the type of person that, you know, you you put the album on when you got a little late night study sesh or, you know, a late night drive home and you're gonna be feeling real nice. You're gonna be in a different world, different environment. Uh highly recommend motion sickness. Uh her album Stranger in the Alps, and then her newest album, Punisher, just was getting awards left and right. So you guys want to, you know, be a little sad, be a little bit in your bag with me. Phoebe Bridgers is the move. You won't regret it. That's awesome. And I don't care who knows because I love sad music. Ask anyone that knows me, like to the core, Allie, she knows. I love sad music because it just really brings that emotion that I never, ever have. Brings it out of me, so I'm definitely gonna be listening. That's awesome. You trying to say something? Frank? Frank's gonna be crying on the ride okay, home Frank? tonight. Do you need a hug? I'm not okay. Um, <laughs> is this your cry for help? Is this it? I, I am crying. Um, yeah. So lock of the week. Moving on to that because that will make me happy because I have a lock for you guys and I think it's gonna hit. I am three and zero. No big deal. Uh, no big deal at all. I am three and zero again, undefeated on episode. Locks of the week. Uh, I got a, a juicy underdog for you guys in the MLB tonight. Rockies, the Colorado Rockies in Anaheim. In I don't even know if they're still in Anaheim, but wherever the fucking Angels play in California, the Rockies plus one twenty on the road. 
give me that all day. That is my episode lock of the week, and I will be tweeting that out for you guys. Uh, Jared, take it away. All right, so we're going Phillies tonight on July 27th, minus 124. Uh, that's on Bet Rivers. That's the best price I'm finding right now. I mean, it's only a dollar if you're on like DraftKings or FanDuel, but you know, we're in PA. We have all these casinos. You, you, you know, go get the best number. Um, Matt Moore is pitching tonight for the Nationals and they own him. Um, so look for the Phillies to win. Sick walk off by Kutch the other day, too. He's the man. And then I got another one because I'm one and two right now and I need to get back to being even because I hate losing. And, dude, I'm taking Hideki Matsuyama, I'm going to pronounce it right this time, uh, to go in the top 10 at even money. I just think, yo, you know what? If I'm getting Hideki with the guys that's in this field at you know, even money, I have to take him. It's home country. Like, he won the fucking Masters. He's a great golfer. Um, I'm looking, I see, you know, like the other notable golfers are McRoy, who hasn't even been playing well the last two years. JT, uh, Hovland, like, yeah, Colin just won the British Open, but, like, these guys aren't getting paid like they are for the majors, so... Um, Whoa, the Open. No, Get the majors. Right. Yeah, the <laughs> the majors, kidding, like, man. all four majors, which is, you know, the Open's obviously in there, but, you know, 4th of July is awesome. Um, <laughs> I think... It's just like, you know what I mean? Like when when it's an, you're an Olympian and you're a golfer and all the clout that he got after winning the Masters, it's like what what better caps off a year after the four majors than just being like, yo, I medaled in the Olympics or at least I finished in the top 10. Um, I, I love that play and I'm going with it and hopefully we're two and two and we come back next week. I will be betting Sanjay M and Suwoo Kim. So bet those guys because they will medal. They're fighting for a lot more. Uh, Ralph? You got anything? I'm fading whatever 50 oh. nugget thing you have, Frank. Oh. Anything yeah. against, dude, I don't even, Eli, you're a skinny guy. I still think you could polish off 50 nuggets, dude. I'm about 215 twisted steel and sex I'm appeal, Sicilian, dude, and bro. I will rip a part of 50 <laughs> nugget, dude. So I'll fade you if you want to go against me. Oh, yeah, I'll fade you it, if you want to go against, I might even, th- I don't even know Nicky Q that well in regards <laughs> to the food. I might even fade you going up against him, dude. I got to see, I'll text him, see what we say, but I'll fade you in that nugget challenge a hundred percent. Yes. The, G, the uh, Giannis order. We got to do it. Eli, do you have anything? I'm down. Okay. No, that's fine. I mean, I didn't have Yo, one last week. It's I'll cool. ride with Eli too. My man's can eat, dude. You underestimating like him, dude. I've seen this. I could see you ripping a part of fifty piece, dude. I don't, bro. Orders for two or orders for me. There it's that go. simple. Oh, I love that, dude. Speaking of food, I'm fucking hungry, dude. I'm ready to bounce yeah, and grab some dude. grub. I'm yeah, gonna go get some right now. Let's drink some more beers. Hell yeah! Thank um, you guys. Yeah, thanks guys for listening. Please follow us on all socials at Lunch Beer Pod. We're putting out everything. We're doing it all. Thank you guys so much. Cheers. Cheers. You always end it with a burp. I love it. I'm a burpy guy. <laughs> <laughs>